We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone. If only you had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Sell order assessment fee not included. A limited number of ETFs are subject to a transaction-based service fee of $100. See full list at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy. Thanks to amazing odor control, Fresh Step Clumping Cat Litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliate. Hi, I'm Hannah Brown and welcome to Better Tomorrow. My absolute favorite thing to do is have a heart-to-heart talk with my new friends and my best friends, where we sit down and talk about all the things like relationships and love, faith and self-care, and of course, the little things as well, like the struggle to figure out what to eat tonight. All in all, I really want to ask, how am I better today than yesterday and bring artists, entrepreneurs and friends along on the journey? So join me on the journey, will you? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Better Tomorrow. We have Mari Llewellyn here today, and she is the CEO of Bloom, the founder of the Strength app by Mari. She's a mental health advocate and fitness entrepreneur who in 2022 landed on Forbes' coveted 30 under 30 list. She has grown her platform to over 2 million followers by documenting her everyday life and sharing her inspiring fitness journey. Mari lost an astonishing 90 pounds through strength training and completely transformed her life. And that inspired her to launch both Bloom Nutrition and the Slay app, which are completely self-funded businesses. Since then, she has dedicated her life to helping women from all backgrounds reach their fullest potential by both strengthening their mental and physical health. Most recently, Mari has expanded her empire as the host of the new Dear Media podcast, Pursuit of Wellness, which became the first Dear Media podcast to hit the top 50 charts in its first week. I am so impressed by you, Mari, and thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. You're killing it too, by the way. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. I mean, it took me a while to like get that mouthful out, but (laughs) just like reading that, does it, from me knowing a little bit more about your story, just researching you, isn't it crazy to like hear just all the things that you have done in really such a short amount of time and truly just had this complete transformation, it seems like not only mentally and physically, but spiritually, just the way that you show up in the world. And I guess my first question in all that of how does it feel to like when you hear this list of things that you've been able to do in such a short amount of time, like what does that bring up for you? Yeah, uh, such a good question. I feel like 
so many of us get wrapped up in the day-to-day grind and it's difficult to look up and see everything we've done. So I appreciate you, you know, pointing all those things out. It's wild. And I think for me, I had such a dramatic transformation in my identity that it's, I almost have a split and this is something I've been working on in therapy, but I almost view the old version of me as someone completely different than who I am now. Um, and I'm learning to kind of bridge that gap and understand that I've taken pieces of who I used to be and applied it to who I am now, but it is wild to hear all of those things. And, um, you know, especially with the podcast, I feel really aligned with what I want to be doing, you know, having conversations with amazing people, sharing more. I feel like through everything I've been through, I found so much purpose in my pain. So if I'm able to get on the microphone and be transparent and talk about things I've been through, if that helps even one person, I really feel fulfilled. So I appreciate it. No, do you, you know, a lot of this, your transformation obviously started with yourself has the way that you found fulfillment I'm sure it was great to be able to like see that transformation for yourself but do you feel like that you have more fulfillment sorry more fulfillment now that you're helping others um, than you did when it was just fully focused solely focused on you getting better yeah a hundred percent I feel like there was always a greater mission you know when I was on my journey I didn't quite know what I was working towards. I knew it was like daily I was trying to get stronger mentally and physically, but I was like, you know, I'm really committing myself to this thing because I feel like if I just keep going, something good will happen. And there's nothing more fulfilling than having a girl come up to you and say, oh, I have BPD also, I have mental health issues, or I've been in this place and listening to you helped me. Or even now with the podcast, you know, getting an expert on the microphone to talk about hormones and acne and having other people relate. I feel like in a world where social media is so airbrushed and we only see the highlight of everyone else's life, if I can get on the microphone and be honest with people, that's truly touching. And my favorite thing is hearing other people's success stories, even if I'm a small, a small piece of it. I love that. I just think it's really cool what you've created. I kind of want to go back to where it all started, though, was with your own transformation. Um, Like I said in your bio, you lost 90 pounds, but that was in within nine months. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How did you do that and what prompted that lifestyle change? Yeah. So... Around that time, it was 2017, and I had just dropped out of school. So I was going to Drexel in Philadelphia, and I'd always had, you know, underlying mental health struggles like depression, anxiety as a teenager, but I never really fully understood it. And it all kind of came to a head when I went to school. I think a lot of us go to school and we're suddenly exposed to alcohol, partying, drinking, boys, you know, all of these things I'd never had that much exposure to. And suddenly I had all these ways of managing my inner pain. I feel like I grew up, you know, in a a little bit of a tumultuous household. I also moved country a lot. There was just a lot that happened in my childhood that I internalized. So I went to school and really just definitely overused alcohol, um, partying, anything to kind of fill that void that I had. And things got really bad for me junior year of college um, and 
trigger warning before I say this, but it was my first experience with self-harm. And I was just at the darkest point I've ever been, truly. So I ended up going to a psychologist who diagnosed me with borderline personality disorder. And I was put on a number of medications right away. I was on antipsychotics, antidepression, anti-anxiety, um, you know, rightfully so because I was a danger to myself. But what that did was kind of numb any feeling that I had at all. So I couldn't feel the highs, the lows. I was basically just like zombie mode. I felt dissociated for a long, long time and really checked out of reality. So I was a semester away from graduating when I had to drop out because I was failing every class. I was still self-harming, still drinking. I was now using food as an emotional tool. So I had to move back home with my dad and I just had this massive like reality check, epiphany, you know, realizing that I didn't have any degree, didn't have a job, didn't really have any goals, kind of finally took responsibility for where I was at in my life and said, okay, I don't want to live an average life. I felt like I had gone years and years and years being average at school, kind of not really caring about anything, just looking for ways to numb this pain that I had. And I felt like I had more potential to give. So at this moment, I decided to take the first step in getting my life back together. And I was dating my now husband, Greg, who has been bodybuilding for his whole life. He always says he came out of the womb bodybuilding. It's a little little dramatic, but like he's a big beefy guy. And I'd seen him super committed to fitness for so long. Um, He was cooking in college and he had his Tupperware and he was going to the gym. So I reached out to him and I said, hey, I like really want to, I want to take this seriously. So I started with just getting out and doing more walks every day, just walking my dog more frequently because getting to the gym was like so intimidating for me back then. I was so insecure in who I was. Um, And then also tweaking my food. So I didn't realize back then how correlated food is with our mental health and how much of an impact it can have on our emotions. So I began, you know, eating more nutrient dense foods because when I first started, I was eating like two muffins for breakfast and like a iced coffee with sugar, which was spiking my glucose and so much caffeine. And it was sending my mood and energy all over the place, which obviously doesn't help when you are trying to work on your mental health. I began incorporating more healthy fats, salmon, avocado, olive oil, um, getting more protein in. So this was the start of my new passion and I just truly became obsessed. I didn't start sharing about it right away. It was definitely like a private journey for me. I was following all the fitness influencers back then and and doing all the things, but that was the beginning for me. Do you feel like what came first, the mental transformation or the physical transformation? Because I think people hear wow, like you got di- you got diagnosed, you're doing all these things not, you know, it only took her nine months, but Mm. I'm sure there's a bigger story of, of how that transformation happened. So would you say, what was the, I don't want to say easiest, but what kind of came first for you? It's funny because I feel like I am known as this weight loss person because people have seen that before and after photo of me that's everywhere. But for me, when I think of the journey, it was so mental because I think I felt I'd lived my life as a pretty like unmotivated 
undisciplined person and I had a lot of shame around that and I wanted to change that I wanted to be someone who had a strong work ethic who could make it through tough times I didn't want to be weak anymore so I always say keeping your own promises is how you build up confidence so showing up in the gym every day cooking my meals every day just taking myself to Trader Joe's and taking accountability for my life it was very much like show yourself that you can do this because I'd let myself down before. So I feel like the mental shift was the biggest piece. And losing weight is hard for sure. And sticking with it is really, really hard. But I was more motivated by the mental change than the weight loss. And I feel like that's what kept me going. Cause I was like, mm -hmm. I want to be, I really, really want to be a better person and I want to live up to this potential that I have. Did you ever have moments where you felt so overwhelmed by all the changes that you knew had to be made? Because sometimes for me, I think I can get stuck when I know that I want to change something, but I'm like, I don't go A to B. I'm like, oh, I need eight. I'm like all over the place of what all has to be done to get to the very end. And then I just get stuck. So how did you deal with not getting too overwhelmed to continue to keep going every day on this transformation? such a good question i feel like that is such a roadblock for a lot of people my biggest thing is you don't have to do all of it at once like the way that i started and the way i am now is so different because i've given myself years to evolve so when i first started it really was just getting my shoes on and going outside more you know i was barely moving before so just getting out and walking more was the first step okay let's tweak my breakfast like let's try and work on that a little bit and really having these like small increments of change and celebrating each tiny win. Like even if I lost one pound that week or I made sure I got to the gym four times a week, whatever it was, just increasing the goal a little bit month by month and not, like I definitely didn't go into my fitness journey being like, I'm gonna lose 90 pounds. I had no idea that that was gonna happen. Like I did, that wasn't the plan. My plan wasn't to create an entire career out of it. My plan was just, hey, like, let's get a little bit better, even day by day, like just try making small tweaks here and there and do what you can. And now I'm at the point where the gym and nutrition just comes naturally to me. It's just a part of my life. I don't really have to think about it. And now I add in things like the cold plunge and the sauna, which like that takes extra effort for sure. Like getting in that cold plunge sucks. Um, but that's the cool thing with wellness. There's always more to learn and, and more ways to grow. Um, I definitely resonate with your story about going into college and how that's where you kind of realized there was probably a little bit more going on. Um, that's when I also really started or noticed that my depression was becoming more debilitating. I got help and was put on medicine and I was able to like you know, make it through. But I think I also, it took me a while to hit my rock bottom. It took years of, I think, just making it through. Um, and it's still a journey that I'm on. But I do think it's interesting how college is where I feel like a lot of times, you know, you're, you, you're not under your parents' roof and there's like a, your, there's structure, but it's different. And that's where you can kind of see some of those like, unhealthy habits really take hold. Um, 
was that where, like, did you struggle before? I mean, you said you struggled a little bit with your mental health, but did you struggle with food before that? Or is that where you really started to like gain weight or did you always like eaten, not like made the healthiest options or did that just really start in college when you didn't know how to deal with all the big feelings you were, you were having? Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I was, I've been thinking about that and health was never super emphasized in my house. I grew up in the UK until I was 10 and I'd say my family ate in a pretty like European way. Like we ate a lot of baguettes and cheese, but we ate really well. It was like Mm -hmm. high quality food, but I never thought about food. Like I had no idea that it had an impact on my mental health, my physical health. And then I remember in college, I would go the whole day not eating. I'd have one Subway sandwich and that was it. And now I'm like, wait, what? Like that was not enough food and like no nutrients. And then I'd go drink a ton of alcohol I cringe thinking about that, but I just didn't have knowledge around it at all and didn't think about my body, honestly, until when I was put on medication and suddenly I was eating so much more than normal. Some medications will do that and really using it as an emotional crutch. So it was the first time in my life actually that I ever even noticed that I had gained weight because it wasn't something I ever really had to think about. I was always like kind of tall and skinny. And then this hit and it was a new, a new thing for me. It's interesting how our stories are also different. And Mm -hmm. I've spoken to so many women that struggle with body image their whole life. And it's interesting to me because I think back before my fitness journey, I never thought about body image. I feel so grateful that I didn't think about food that much. But interestingly, when I did lose the weight, and then I became obsessed with fitness, I've gone through periods of time now where I almost was more, like it's almost like the leaner I got, the more obsessive I was about Mm -hmm. the way I looked. And it was the first time I'd ever experienced that. And even like as recently as a year or two ago, I would go on vacations and not be able to be present because I was so worried about the food. And oh my gosh, I'm gonna eat pasta and my abs will be gone. Or it was almost like the leaner I got, the more insecure I was which before when I was heavier I kind of didn't care as much so I just think that's interesting and definitely a problem in the fitness industry that people don't talk about enough so yeah I mean I did pageants growing up so I think there was always an emphasis on your body yeah and the way it looks so I might have not had the tools I didn't really know how to eat for my body to like really you know make it its healthiest but I, I would just try to find ways to do that in the quickest way possible, which is usually not healthy. And so I think when there's such an emphasis on that early on, and then you have had these transformations when you have lost this amount of weight and one time and you get the, um, like I'm sure getting as much attention as you got from that transformation, it's like, Oh, now I've built this whole business. If I like, do you ever struggle with, Oh my gosh, if I gain back, a certain amount of weight, will this all go away or will people start to question my ability to live a healthy life? Yeah, that has shown up for me before 100%. I feel like where I am right now, I allow myself much more to have fun and enjoy food and I have a very good relationship with it. But 
I have to be honest, there's obviously been ups and downs in in the road and I've gone through periods of over-restricting and feeling pressure because I've built an entire company off of my story and a business and people rely on me. So I feel like for a long time, I was so tied to my not just my body image, but who I was. I was like, I'm someone that works hard. I'm disciplined. I get through hard things and that's all I do. So for years and years and years, all I did was work and work out. I didn't allow myself to have fun because anytime I relaxed or had fun, I was like, oh, you're slipping backwards. Oh, you're old Mari. We can't go there. And I didn't allow myself even to go out to dinner with people. Like I was such a control freak because I was like, this is what I did to succeed. So this is the way I have to live my life for the rest of my life. And it's taken a lot of like unlearning and doing a lot of therapy to get to the place where now I have hobbies just for fun and like uh, go out for dinner with friends and allow myself to have a glass of wine here and there and foods that aren't necessarily like great for me. Like I've, it's been a journey to get to that place and give myself that freedom for sure. It sounds, I feel like we're probably doing the same type of work in therapy, like this shame of a past part of, part of you and realizing that that person wasn't bad like there's not like you're not good and you're not bad like we're all kind of somewhere in between yeah um and that means that like you don't have to I don't you're not just one thing and I think when you have these full transformations it's like okay well this is what has made everybody in everybody's eyes is good and this is what's made good for me and my business and everything that I've built so like I have to stay like this when it's like you're going to change And that is okay. Look, one thing about me is I can be pretty bougie when it comes to my water. And if you're like me, you do not trust tap water. Like, no, no, no. That th- that stuff needs to be filtered and purified in some way. That's where AquaTrue comes in. So AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no insulation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, These filters are affordable and long lasting. So like no changing the filter every two to three months. AquaTrue filters last from six months to two years. So I just got my AquaTrue purifier in the mail and I am so excited about this because um, like I said, I can be a little picky when it comes to my water and for a while was really just trying to use the filter in our refrigerator, but I just, I could tell it wasn't tasting right y'all. It wasn't tasting right. And then started buying bottled water, but I really don't want to do that. So this is like going to be a game changer. I'm so excited. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code Hannah B at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code H-A-N-N-A-H-B, Hannah B. Where my engaged girls, congrats, you're engaged, so am I. Now you may be like me wondering what's next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can get design, save the dates, and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry, and stay on track 
and on budget throughout the entire process with their free planning tools. Zola has created everything you need to make the whole process super easy and hopefully actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on the couch. Look, I have just now opened the can of worms of all that is wedding planning, but I'm so thankful for Zola because it can help make wedding planning so much easier for all of us engaged girlies. We need to be having fun. We need to be excited. It doesn't need to be a stressful process. And I feel like Zola can really help us engaged girlies enjoy this time of our life because we are celebrating the love that we have created and this beautiful new chapter in our life. And we do not need to be crying over napkins and invitations. So Zola's got us covered. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Although I'm not there yet myself, I know a lot of you listening have children and want to set up your child for success. So IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. There's one site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have had IXL when I was going through school because I really needed that extra help just to like get things implemented into my brain so that I could really know what I was learning and not just be like, I don't know, I had a good memory, but I don't think I actually learned something, but that's really through repetition and I feel like IXL is wonderful for that. I think this is such a wonderful product for anybody who's like just struggling with a topic or just trying to get ahead, study for a test. It really can help in so many ways. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And Better Tomorrow with Hannah Brown listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash Hannah B. Visit IXL.com slash Hannah B to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. I kind of want to go back to when you said you started to do all this change. Did you have a good support system around you or did you realize that you had to cut people out of your life that weren't supporting you kind of going on this new road of making just healthier choices for yourself? Such a good question. I feel like when you go through something like that, it really shows you who's there and who isn't. I will say my dad was really, in his own way, super supportive. And I feel like you know, it's interesting men, it's like a little bit of a different emotional skill set. And I remember he got me this book and it was called like food is medicine. And I remember being like, why do you think food's going to help me? Like I was almost angry with him, but now looking back, I'm like, oh, that's really cute. Um, Greg, my husband now was so supportive. He would like, he taught me every single move in the gym. He really like took me under his wing and was there to support me through the whole thing. So when I, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off, but like, when did you and Greg start dating? Like, was he through, was he a part of this whole process? Like in college? Yeah. I met Greg 10 years ago. So I was 20 years old when I met Greg. I'm 29 now. 
And um, we went to the same high school actually in New York, but we didn't know each other in high school. I was in the sorority next to his fraternity, which is so cheesy, but yeah. And I would like see him through my bedroom window every day cooking. <laughs> and I was like, what is this man doing? Like, why is like, no one's cooking right now. And uh, we ended up meeting at a Halloween party uh like a frat party he like fell through a table or something yeah oh yeah it's so classic and then we kind of like just stuck by each other's side throughout college he's seen me at my absolute worst um and he was there throughout the whole journey helping me along the way and um he was like my go-to person because he knows everything about food supplements working out so he was like a huge support for me how did you change while you were in a relationship because I mean as you already said Greg was already fit and that was like part of his life so I'm sure that he was like really helpful and all that but just like mentally what you were going through like how did that affect your relationship how were y'all able to grow together Mm, such a good question we had ups and downs like in college I feel like anyone who's been in a relationship with in college you're like oh it was a disaster ours was like kind of a disaster in college <laughs> like I look back and I'm like what were we doing um definitely up and down but during it I mean as I was on my fitness journey and then ultimately growing our businesses and all the things we've done we kind of grew together like I would say Greg wasn't now he's a CEO and an entrepreneur and he's truly living his passion but he wasn't the most academic guy like he definitely struggled in school so I think both of us just felt we knew we had the potential to do something but we didn't feel well aligned in academics we couldn't really find our thing so when I was going through this journey I feel like it was like us growing together I was learning from him he was learning from me And then when we did start our business, he's so entrepreneurial and has such a knack for marketing and numbers. And I love sharing. I love branding. It was like the perfect match. And it's been really cool to watch him grow as a person, but also like to see him lead a massive team and run a business together. It's been a really, really cool journey. And when I look back, I'm like, we were such kids, you know, back then. It's it's interesting. So speaking of the businesses, how did, you know, this turn into the business and the businesses it has? Like what what started it all? Obviously, you shared your transformation on your social media and then people started resharing and sharing. Can you tell us what happened next? Yeah. So I shared the transformation, didn't expect anyone to care. I was actually like super embarrassed to share it because I had 900 followers and I was like, I don't want anyone to see this, like whatever. It blew up way more than I expected. And people were asking questions. They were like, what workout plan did you do? What nutrition guide did you follow? They wanted products and advice from me. So I was like, okay, yeah, let me make a workout plan. So I went to Barnes and Noble and I whipped up a workout plan. I wrote it myself. I sold it for $5. I would manually email it to everyone and they would PayPal me $5 back. So (laughs) yeah. And I was also working the front desk at Orange Theory at this point. I was getting there at like three in the morning, leaving at five. It was a whole thing. Um, Getting my degree again. So I was hustling on the phone all day, selling these guides and we sold a lot of them. Figured out how to make a website. 
ended up making more guides. So that was our first business called Mari Fitness. Um, and that has now become the strength app. So that has evolved over the years of basically all the workout plans I've ever used to change my body, um, fall in love with weightlifting. It has all my favorite recipes. And then, um, in the meantime, we began sampling supplements for bloom in 2018. I, on my fitness journey had a really hard time finding supplements that I felt like were, marketed towards women. Like I would walk into a GNC and it was all like black and red and yellow and muscle destroyer this. And I was like, well, this is really intimidating and scary. I want to make something that is fun and approachable and meant for women. So we started sampling in 2018 and did everything ourselves. I took the photos that were on the label of the pre-workout. We did the customer service. We did the social media and launched in January of 2019. And the pre-workout sold out right away. So we were like, okay, like, I think we've got something here. And this is just through social media. You're yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All through my Instagram. Um, which I feel like back then Instagram was so different. Like people were organically growing very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it just feels like everyone it's so saturated now, but, um, we kept putting out products, taking, you know, feedback from from the community, seeing what they wanted us to make. And then right before COVID, we released greens. And greens was something that I personally just wanted in my daily life. I wanted a all-in-one supplement with fruits, veggies, adaptogens, probiotics, something for gut health, something for bloating that tasted really good. Because all of the greens I'd ever tried tasted like grass. So I, (laughs) I made the greens and those were like our home run products that everyone absolutely loved. And we had a really hard time keeping them in stock. They kept selling out. And now Bloom is pretty much known as a greens company. That's kind of what we are. And I, I never imagined how big Bloom would get, but it used to just sort of be like my little supplement company. And now we've got thousands of women and influencers taking the product. And we just did our first influencer collaboration greens. So it's, it's been wild. We're in Target and Walmart now, which was always my dream. So no, yeah. It's incredible. I mean, I feel like I see Bloom everywhere. I, um, I'm really inspired by how y'all started that. But how for you, I mean, I've, fitness is a part of my life for sure. Um, but a lot of times people will ask, like, what did I take? And what are my thoughts on supplements from somebody who, like, you have a nutrition business? Like, how important is supplements for specifically women to take and to add into their overall wellness program? Yeah, great question. I mean, I'm never going to say you need to take supplements to be healthy. I think everyone's different. It's totally up to you. And it depends on what you're working on. I take a lot of supplements because I'm on an acne journey right now. So I'm taking like various things for my gut health. I had candida and bacterial overgrowth. So I was taking a regimen for that. Um, When I created greens, I wasn't someone who was necessarily getting enough veggies in. I had a hard time with that. So I was like, let me make an easy way of getting everything in in one scoop. If you struggle with that, great. Maybe a green supplement is for you. If you don't struggle with that, maybe it isn't for you. It kind of depends on where your life's at. I feel like supplementation is only going to be effective when you also focus on uh, diet and having a really nutrient dense diet, getting everything you need in, getting outside, getting a little bit of exercise in. Supplements are like the cherry on top of a great routine, in my opinion. 
I want to ask you just about your entrepreneurial spirit to start all this because I'm hearing you're like, yes, we, you know, I was the one that was emailing these things out myself. I set up the, 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 this and the, that, like, is that something that came natural to you? I mean, that just sounds very, can seem very overwhelming to take on. Like, how did you just start? Or was that a lot of, you know, Greg already kind of having that type of mindset that got you to going and getting this business started? I was never someone who liked business. Like I was always such a creative person. I hate numbers. I still do. And I never thought that that would be for me. But something, I think it was just because it hit my purpose, you know, like I was like, I love health and fitness. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I kind of didn't have a choice because I was literally working the front desk at Orange Theory Fitness, making minimum wage. I wasn't making any commission because I wasn't really doing well at selling it. And I was like, I have to make this work. And I'd been at rock bottom. I had nothing to lose. And I just had this like fire underneath me and this work ethic that I developed over the fitness journey. And I just went for it. I don't think you need to be necessarily like a business professional to get a business going. I feel like experience is the best way of learning. And I just went for it. And it started really with that workout guide and just escalating from there and kind of having having the confidence of like, you know, I, I know what my followers want. I know how to do this. I'm as qualified as anyone else. I ended up getting my degree in design and merchandising, which actually helped me a lot with um with the branding of everything. And then ultimately hiring people who are super talented and I could learn from. Um, but yeah, it wasn't necessarily like, I don't know. I guess I am somewhat entrepreneurial. I never could really picture myself working for anyone else. I don't think Greg or I would be great employees to be honest I know Greg was fired from multiple jobs before um so so I feel like we didn't really have a choice and um together it just made sense it just worked today is about looking for new ways to better ourselves but sometimes that means looking in a totally different place or even a different state In South Dakota, travel is transformative. It's good for the soul. It's the kind of place to just let go, to escape from routine and predictability of life, to put down the phone and pick up a sense of adventure and to see the world a little bit differently, as in not through our screen. Life in South Dakota is about unplugging from it all and connecting with the world around you. It's about being open to real surprises and treating your senses to a real, raw, natural beauty that doesn't need a filter. Whether you're exploring the mountains and trees of the Black Hills, hiking through the Badlands, navigating the wild towns, or camping under the stars, South Dakota is the place to get a little lost and find yourself along the way. See why there's so much South Dakota, so little time at TravelSouthDakota.com. There are a lot of times that I shouldn't have trusted my gut. Usually involves some type of ice cream and pizza situation where I think it's totally okay to eat a whole pint of ice cream or a whole pizza. Probiotics can't help you with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. Ritual has made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, 
probiotics and postbiotics to support a balanced gut microbiome. All in one minty capsule, no refrigeration needed. Ritual products are rigorously tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. They are a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just the company's financial health, but also the health of people in our planet. I love my Ritual products, but I really, really love the Symbiotic Plus. I take it every day. I love the little minty capsule because usually, you know, some of the little things that we have to take for our gut just don't smell, taste the best, but I love the minty flavor. Um, but it's something that I just think has really helped me um, and my gut health. And there's no shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash Hannah B. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash Hannah B for 25% off. I wanted to also talk about, you said it like earlier, how you have um, struggled with acne because I too have struggled with my acne. Um, And I feel like mine has recently started to come back and and flare up. So it's something that I don't know if this is for you, but it can kind of, whenever I see it starting to flare up, I get like really triggered and I'll have like old memories come up and I'll get like really insecure even before it gets really bad because I'm just scared it's going to spiral. I don't know if that's something that you experience anytime you have these flare-ups and then how have, do you manage during those times when you are starting to see your skin totally freak out and just <laughs> ruin your day? I mean, no, I get it so much. Acne has, I mean, I've legit had acne on and off for 10 years at this point. Mm-hmm. Like ever since, I never had it in high school. I, I had it either. 23, with, when I turned 23. You know what I think it is? And I've had so many conversations about this with my naturopath and other people. I think when we are in our 20s, we go live in college, we're exposed to mold in the dorm room or in the sorority mm-hmm. house or whatever, and we're eating gross stuff and we're just exposed to so many chemicals that sit in our bodies for years and years and years i i don't know at what point i was around these toxins but i started breaking out when i was around 2021 and i had such bad ways of dealing with my acne back then i would go in tanning beds every day i would too because it would dry it up yeah but then it would come back worse yeah i know it would come back worse because we were probably like drying it out and it was like coming back like crazy. That's one of my biggest regrets was the tanning beds. Oh my gosh. Um, tanning beds, birth control to try to control it. Yep. Spironolactone. All the, I've done all the things and they all mess me up even more. I mean, birth control was one thing like I just never could do for my own mental health. I would try it, but even just trying it for three months, like four different times that probably just messed everything up. Um, and I also, people don't understand the impact of mold. I think I lived in black mold for like three years and didn't know. Wow. And just how much that affects your, your gut and 
just your overall health. And yeah, I won Miss Alabama USA because I did pageants. And I remember I, I remember the day that I was like, hmm, I think they must have whatever they used on my makeup, like, you know, broke my face out and it just never got better. And I think even now, like I have breakouts, but it's nothing like compared to when you have like cystic acne that takes over. What was that time like for you? Like, how did you feel about yourself? Because for me, I felt like I was just wearing a mask and that nobody could see me and I couldn't see myself. And so that just made me hide. What did you do during that time? I mean, for me, this was like a month ago. Like I literally only have had clear skin now for like four weeks and I'm terrified that it's going to come back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll show you pictures after. It was bad, bad, bad. So how long were you? So you dealt with it like fully for 10 years, like no relief in just on and like occasional bad, like sometimes a little better, but never like a truly clear face, you know? And for years, I like couldn't figure out why. And I had so much self-hatred around it. The way Mm -hmm. I would talk to myself every day, I would look in the mirror and be like, what's new on my face? Like looking for the mistake, the blemish, like what's wrong with me today? Such a, I was nitpicking everything I did. I would legit change where I was sitting at a dinner table based on the lighting. I would not look people in the eye. I didn't want people to look at my face straight up. Like it, it, dictated my everything like it changed Mm -hmm. my confidence I I think people have a hard time understanding because I bring it up to people in my life and they're like oh I never really even noticed like oh I don't I don't see it but I'm like it's all I see Mm -hmm. and also being on camera for the podcast and the job that I have I was so aware of it like anytime I launched a podcast I was like everyone's just gonna comment on my skin like it's so bad so it took me doing a ton of lab work talking to so many different people to finally find a great doctor who is a nutrition therapist and integrative medicine doctor finally told me all of the underlying issues I was having um candida bacterial overgrowth um, mycotoxins mold things that you know I was living a very healthy lifestyle but I was like why am I still breaking out and it was things that I had no idea were in my system and I'm that's not drinking enough water I'm just kidding <laughs> but that's that's the thing I was drinking a gallon plus exactly. a day exactly no I'm saying that because it's what everybody says and I know like- I'm drinking enough water, Karen. Please I know. go away. <laughs> People would be like, it's because your dog licks your face. I was like, if I can't let my dog lick my face, I'm just going to have acne for the rest of my life because that's sad. Yeah. No, it's so- definitely not that. People love to give unsolicited advice when you have acne. Um, but yeah, it, it was such a journey. And I feel like I'm finally at the point where I've naturally healed my acne. I just did a podcast episode on everything that I did. Um, and it was, it was wild. I couldn't believe, I always thought that I was like, I couldn't understand why it was happening to me considering mm-hmm. the life that I live, but seeing the blood work and having the answers, I was like, oh wow, like these toxins are in my system and I had no idea. Did you ever consider or try Accutane? Thank goodness I didn't. I narrowly avoided it because I wanted to so bad. Did you? I did do it, but I didn't finish my full round. Um, I started out with like really, like I start stayed on a really low dosage because I 
like I said, I was competing for Miss USA. This was like my like thing that I thought I wanted to do my whole, whole life. And my, it's a beauty pageant (laughs) and my face was covered in this cystic acne. But, you know, when you start Accutane, it can get worse. So it was like this whole thing. And I finally, I was just feeling so bad. And I, um, then also, um, like a month after Miss USA, I think I got asked to be asked if I wanted to be on the bachelor. And I remember this is so sad, but they called me and I did my first video, like conversation with somebody. And I was like, um, well, I just want to let you know, like I have acne and you might, you might not want me on the show because I, because my face is really broken out and I'm trying to, to fix it, but I don't know how, like I, I thought I wasn't worthy Wow, because I had acne and I didn't see other people on the shows have skin like I did. And then I was really self-conscious because I'm like, oh gosh, like I'm going to be being filmed while I'm going through this really intense journey that I'm on with my, with my skin. And then, so I tried to start a low dose of, of Accutane and I was on it during the whole time I was on the bachelor. But then when I became the bachelorette, it had started to clear up, but we had to go out of the country and you have to be able to take those tests, like your blood tests and, um, like to make sure you're not pregnant every month and I couldn't do it. So I stopped. Um, But my skin did clear up, but it came, you know, it came back eventually. So it's definitely not like it was. I don't have cystic acne, but I'm starting to get back. Like, I think it had cut my oil glands and I've always had really oily skin. And now I'm a lot producing a lot more oil. And so I've just been really trying to go on a journey. Like I'm on a new journey and like going to see like a facialist all the time. But I'm like, gosh, like. Um, it still has been really frustrating and I think it can get so hard with, there's so much skincare out there and there's so many people who are experts in products. What have you figured out has worked the best for you? To be honest with you, never found that skincare products like moved the needle. It was like, I, nothing like cleared my skin up from using products. However, I think using non-pore clogging skincare and makeup is so important and I made sure I went through everything that I used I changed out all my makeup for clean skincare meaning like I legit plugged it into a website and checked every ingredient to make sure it wasn't acne triggering I think for skincare clear stems really good um I use Pacific Touch out of New York City it's like this acne clinic she has really gentle skincare that doesn't like strip the skin I feel like some people get really harsh with that Getting extractions is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, like every three, four weeks, it's so painful, but it really does help. Um, but for me, I feel like the things that really made a difference were all internal. But I think it's important to talk about because there is so much skincare and there's so many promises that that this thing is going to be the thing that, that changes it or it's going to help resurface your skin. And like you said, I think extractions, I think making sure that you're using products that are not acne triggering is important. And that's like part of it, but there usually is something that you have to go a little bit deeper into. And that's like 
as much as it sucks, like really having to like dial in that diet, like I've noticed and I do not want it to be true, but like I can't eat ice cream right now. My (laughs) stomach, first of all, hurts, but also it messes my skin up so bad. Even just after a little bit of ice cream, like it's just, I, I can't do that right now. And then realizing, like you said, Mari, that maybe there is probably some other stuff going on and having to be patient with it. How have you been able to just trust this process? Because I can unfortunately get unpatient and give up, I think, sometimes before I can really see the results. So how have you been able to stay with it? I've been there a million times. Um, I gave up so many times because I think like, as we were saying, when it's your face, it's like, that's all people see and it's all you think about. I get that. Um, I tried to change my mindset to like, it is a blessing that my skin is telling me that something's wrong because a lot of people walk around with internal issues and have no idea, right? So for me, for my body to say, hey, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. Like, thank God that it told me that because now I've been able to go deeper and, and figure that out. And um, telling myself, actually someone got on the phone with me who saw my TikTok about my skin and she was like, you need to tell yourself affirmations every day. Like my skin is healing. I'm I'm a pre- I'm gr- I'm grateful that my skin is telling me something's wrong. I can't wait to have clear skin. Like just saying it to myself over and over and over every morning. It sounds cheesy, but it did help and just acknowledging that like my fitness journey that took months and months and months and months, this is something that isn't going to heal overnight and just like celebrating that little progress every day, like less and less acne helped me get to the other side of it. I mean, my face has not been this clear in 10 years and I still feel scared that it's going to come back. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. I I think it's just so important to talk about because I mean, anytime I share about my skin, it's so, it makes me feel for, yes, there are the, the people who have all the solutions for why my skin is, is the way that it is. But to know there are, there are so many other people that are also just like on the same journey. We are just trying to figure it out and that we have the platform to talk about what's helping us. And then also knowing like what help helps me, what helps you might be a little bit different, but mm-hmm. sharing that and knowing that there's hope on the other side and I don't know. I, I'm I'm dreaming of of just clear, beautiful, shiny skin one day. I had it for a second. You look amazing for it's truly. You're, you're truly. so sweet. But I, I think I'm going through what your fear is of like it coming back and being like, I need to make sure this doesn't get to where it was again. Yeah. So how can I be proactive about it right now when I'm noticing it's um definitely flaring up, but it's still manageable. It's not to the point where I feel like I have, you know, I have to hide. And maybe I've changed enough now that that's not the way that I'll I'll ever look at it again. I hope that's also the case. But um, it's just really awesome to see. I I started listening to your your episode of the Pursuit of Wellness talking about your acne, and I'm excited to finish it. But on that, can you tell us about your podcast, Pursuit of Wellness, and just what type of conversations that you you have there and what people can expect when they listen. Yeah, so uh, Pursuit of Wellness launched in January of this year. 
it was such a passion project for me because I was like, I want to sit with really cool people who know a ton about nutrition, exercise, how to optimize our wellness, hormonal health, um, fertility, mental health, basically anything health and wellness related. So yeah, it has definitely taken over my life. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Um, I launch episodes every Monday, sometimes bonuses on Thursdays. I do solo episodes here and there about acne, things I'm going through. And it's been amazing. I feel like I called it pursuit of wellness because I feel like wellness is a an evolving journey. I'm always learning more and trying to grow and evolve and become a better version of me. And it's been really, really cool. There's some really great experts out there. I've, I feel lucky to have gotten to sit with amazing people like you and, and the other guests I have on my show. So I've learned a ton and I hope it's adding educational value to everyone's social media, what they're listening to every day, and definitely some motivation sprinkled in there. I'm such like a mindset motivation person and I love, uh, I love getting motivated by other people, but also offering motivational advice. So yeah. Well, you definitely do that, Mari. I feel so motivated and inspired and encouraged by you um, and the content that you put out there. There's so many uh, people out there putting out stuff and a lot of noise, and it's so great to be able to to go to someone and know that you're going to be encouraged and inspired. And you're doing that through the businesses that you've created and the conversations that you're having. And so I just really hope other people also feel encouraged and inspired and feel that they can relate to some of the struggles, but then also the, the journey of just success and finding the value and the things that you're passionate about that, that you show. So just thank you so much for being on here and talking with me today. Can you just lastly, just tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your products again and how they can interact with you on social? Yeah. And thank you so much for having me, Hannah. You're killing it. I see you there on the charts. Thank crushing. you. You're absolutely killing it. Um, it was a pleasure to talk with you today. I'd love to have you on Pursuit of Wellness. I would uh, love to. Yay. Uh, you can find me on social at Mari Llewellyn, M-A-R-I-L-L-E-W-E-L-L-Y-N. Pursuit of Wellness on Spotify and Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can shop Bloom at www.bloomnewnu.com. Or in Walmart and Target. Ah, oh my God. You're a better promoter than me. I don't even know, but that's just like so incredible. Um, or Amazon, I should say. Or Amazon. Oh, wait. Is that where, where do you find most people shop? Target and Amazon for sure. I mean, that's the dream to be in Target. That was my, literally my dream. Like when I created Bloom, I was like, this is a Target girl. You it know? is. It is. Thank you. I love it. It's Target. awesome. Keep killing it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and guys, thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Better Tomorrow is produced by me, Hannah Brown, and Legos Creative. Our producer is Andrew Stalmer. Our show is recorded, engineered, and edited by the Legos Creative team. Remember to follow Better Tomorrow wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss the next episode. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps and shows your support. You can follow me on socials at Hannah Brown and you can stay updated on all things Better Tomorrow on our Instagram at Better Tomorrow and our TikTok Better Tomorrow podcast.
If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Get everything you need for your bathroom remodel now at Menards. Magic Woods has the vanity you need to complete your dream bathroom. Check out our great selection of over 100 Magic Woods vanities. They offer timeless and traditional vanities with superior quality and unique styles to complement your home. Explore all our vanity options in store. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big. 